what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I am getting ready for my show. What time is your show? The following. Three o'clock. What if I told you I want to just do something really, really fast with you? Do you have the balls to do a Levy cast with your host, Dan Levy? Dan, you better make this quick. I, I'm scrambling right now. Mark, what could you be scrambling for? I am trying to put together a show, Dan. I got a three-hour solo show. I got a solo show to do. Welcome back. Our guest tonight is an Emmy-nominated writer, producer, actor, and the genius. Please welcome Dan Levy. All right. Welcome into Levy Guest. I'm your host, Dan Levy, alongside my friend Mark Grody. I'm just going to bother him for a couple minutes just because I wanted to talk to you. Hi. Hi, Dan. How are you? Mark. Enough of the politeness. What's happening with you? <laughs> Enough of the get to know you shit. Mark, we all know who you are. I get it. You know what? Here's the interesting thing. If it was anybody else that was preparing to do a radio show, I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll let you go. You could talk about anything on the air, and it's fine. Oh, well, I appreciate that, Dad, but I was kind of hoping that when I said I have a show to do in an hour, you're going to be like, oh, all right, dude, I'll talk to you later. Well, Mark... It seems as if you don't know our friendship well enough. <laughs> and because of that, I'm hurt. Not, Actually, like the, yeah. not like the kind of hurt where you could jump on a bicycle with no seat on it, but it still hurts. <laughs> Can you play that opening that you played again? I, oh, you I mean this one? Welcome back. Our guest tonight is an Emmy-nominated writer, producer, actor, and the genius. Please welcome Dan Levy. <laughs> I like it a lot. I got to tell you, I just kind of made this thing on my own. Welcome. Nobody needs to know that you're not the only Daniel Levy in the world. Nobody needs to know that. Well, there is a reason why I made this the intro, Mark, and I'll be, I'll be quick with you on it because I know you have something to do. The reason why I made it is because there is another Dan Levy in this world, and I get maybe 9 to 12 emails a week just for that Dan Levy, the famous one on Shit's Creek. And I've tried, <laughs> I've tried to reach out to his people, and every time I say, is there a way for me to pass this on to him or to his people, I try calling people and they go, well, you got to get a hold of his publicist. Well, you guys seem to be his lawyers. Can I just give it to you? No, we got to give you got to give it to the publicist. I said, okay. Well, then who are they? Well, we can't give out that information. Well, why not? Because he's a because that's illegal legal information. We can't give that out about our clients. I go, okay, but these are business opportunities. They go, well, people know how to get a hold of us. I go, they don't because you keep saying it's a legal business. So I don't know what to do here. So and every time I try to reach out to this guy, I get nowhere. I don't. I think that's ridiculous. You would think that they would kind of enjoy the start, the story, and look. I get it. Like that's a very popular show, and it is hilarious. And his character is the best character on that show. But it's not like it's he's like a you know Tom Cruise untouchable superstar. He's yeah. still a guy who you would think would appreciate a little bit of good publicity. Dan. Not only does he appreciate it, but immediately when they say, "What could I do for you?" and I have to say, when they go, "What's your name?" I go. Here's a story. My name is actually Dan Levy. Yes. And then and then they hang up on me. And then I got a call again. And they say, I, I believe we had a disconnection. Like, no, you were trying to play a joke. 
you said you were Dan Levy, so we thought the call was over. I go, if you'd like to check my driver's license, I too am named Daniel Levy. It's not an uncommon name. There are others like us. And because I am in radio and I have an email address that is danlevymedia at gmail.com, I get a lot of emails for him. And it's not like, hey, I just saw... you know, is this Dan Levy? This is cool. Sometimes it's like make a wish stuff. Sometimes it's people with like cancer or people like that. have like, they're like, you know, I, I want to come out to my family. I want to talk to you and get advice. I'm like, they're coming to the wrong Dan Levy for that stuff. As much as I would love to talk to people, I think they're looking for you. <laughs> and then they always hang up on me again. So I get nowhere with these guys and I don't know what to do. I mean, I've reached I out. You would have had me at, if somebody called up and said they want to interview me and their name was Mark Grody, they would have had me at Mark Grody just because just right there, that that just creates about 10 minutes of fun right there just well, with the name and what it's like to be another Mark, Mark Grody. Because don't you feel like people with your name, Dan Levy, like there is something that you have in, like you go through life a certain way with a certain name. So like you'd feel like on some weird level, you bond with that person. Yes. Unlike you'd be able to bond with anybody else. I mean, there are rigors with our names and what we go through and what we don't go through. Well, first of all, I've spent at least once a month. I would try to friend every Dan Levy I see on Facebook. <laughs> I have tried my career to get famous and knowing that a guy like him, even though his dad is Eugene Levy and is super famous and got his son he was able to you know to hurdle you know jump some hurdles that i i still have to get tripped up on but he has done so well with my name i want to have a conversation and just go congratulations out of all the on behalf of all the dan levies in the world you did it you did it yeah like charlie bucket you get the whole thing you get the whole chocolate factory you made it you made it not only did you make it but is there a way to bring up other dan levies with you because i'd like Uh, a little piece of the pie too but that's so funny man it's unexplainable but i mean think about for people listening think about your name and the feeling that you have around some unless your name is like mike smith you know like if it's that common then it then it's like okay whatever bob smith jim smith you know but all of our but all of our lives every dan levy has, has had to put up with a i don't think there's a dan levy out there that's not jewish so we have that going against us. Number well, number two, yeah. number two. Every time we've ever been introduced, somebody will always say, "Is it Levy or Levy? Yes, Levy yes. or Levy?" And I've had to do this all my life. And the minute they say Levy, I feel like they're like, "Talk, what up, Levy?" It's like it's very a downward stroke on my name. What up, Levy? And then if it's Levy, I have to hear, "Oh, like American Pie?" Yes, like American Pie. Drove uh, my Chevy uh, to the Levy. So we've all been through these weird quirks uh, throughout our entire life. And me and this Dan Levy, I think, are relatively about the same age. So we're the same timeline going on here. Yeah. I mean, like, my last name, Grody, G-R-O-T-E. First of all, people, when they just hear it, they think it's G-R-O-D-Y. And when they see it, they often think Grote. They don't pronounce the E as a long E. So when I and and Mark Grody's are pretty rare, pretty Very. probably a lot more rare than Dan Levy's. Oh no, there's a million Dan Levy's. I, you're the only Mark Grody I've ever heard of. Right, and so to come upon others is an extremely rare and endangered thing. So if I and I honestly I've never talked to another Mark Grody, but I. I would like to. I mean, I, I feel like we would have a similar bond as well with our name being mispronounced and used as grody to the max. And how, you know, how did you deal with that? And our, our name means ugly. So. Well, Mark, how would you, how would you feel? How would you feel that? Cause when Dan Levy was coming up in the rigors, he would do stand-up comedy 
and everybody would always text me, are you going to be at the Laugh Factory in L.A. next weekend? Because your name is on the bill. Like, no, that's oh. another. D- it's like it's like a parallel universe where this other Dan Levy is getting everything I've ever dreamed of. And I'm sitting here going, the Eden's Expressway is delay free in both directions. The Kennedy is 30 minutes either way between the airport and downtown. And meanwhile, that Dan Levy is like a Netflix superstar. What the hell? Yeah. Yep, yep. It's a it's a rough life that we're all leading with these names. Dan, I, I think it's uh, I I am like as we're talking, I'm getting more and more angry that you've not been able to get this interview with with Daniel. Is it Levy or Levy? It's Levy, and I'm I know kidding. I know it, and I'm I know kidding. it. It's Levy, pal. It's it's grody. Actually, it, Dan, one of my criticisms of you has been in the past because I've heard I'm calling you out right now because. I've heard people say to you in your presence, hey, is it Levy or Levy? And you just say, oh, I don't care, whatever, either one. I'm like, dude, it's Levy. Don't don't because because there's never there's never like a really good way to not sound like an asshole. And you're like, I like Levy. Like my, I remember my mom. Fucking name. My it mom sound like an asshole. That's the way it's pronounced. I know, but like you know what? When it's certain, like I, I don't want anybody to feel weird. He's like, oh, this whole time I've been calling you Levy. Now I feel like a jerk. Because I went. To, I remember my mom. My mom once had a friend, and she's like, she called her. Her name was Susie, and she goes, oh, Suze, and she goes, it's not Suze. It's Sue or Susie, and she like <laughs> stopped my mom like that. I'm like, oh my god, chill out. Ah. Chill okay. out. So, I mean, and you know what? Nine times out of ten, the ones that call me Levy are like important people, like a boss. And I'm like, I'm not going to correct you. Just keep paying me. I'm uh, fine yeah, with it. I guess there's, yeah, there's really not a lot you could do with that. As yeah, long guess- as if they say Levi, I go, okay, it's actually Levy. But if they say, Le- what's up, Levy or Levy, then I can just kind of, fine, let's just keep bouncing. Fine, I don't really care. But it is funny because when I do ask for you, my car, I can like do the Bluetooth. If I say Mark Grody, they won't give me you. If I say Mark Grote, Calling Mark Grote, iPhone, and then there it is. Well, 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 these phones aren't as smart as we thought they were, are they? They never were. Got like the smartest people in the world, the best technology that we've ever had, and they can't pronounce my fucking name right. That's just great, Dan. Mark, I can't teach a smartphone anything. I can't teach them new tricks. They're teaching me new tricks all the time. You'd think, but I think we just found a flaw in the system. Mark, I'm going to pivot real quick to one more thing, and then I'm going to let you go. Yeah, you are. Now that, you know, I'm married, I have a child, and my wife, Jill, will set us up on play dates where the kids play, and me and the parents, you know, me, Jill, we know the, uh, the married couple that we're going to. And they always ask, do you know anybody on the score? And I go, actually, I do know a couple of people. And they always ask if I know Mark Grody because you're the really? one that they like the most. Wow. My, my ego needed this, Dan. Thank you. I, that is really good to hear. You know what the funny part is about my name, too? I was thinking about this. Like, when you first start in radio, there's no fucking way you want to use a radio name because everybody's got an ego and you want your name out there for your friends. Oh, yeah. If, if I had to do it all over again. I would have ditched the ego and I would have had a radio name that was just more memorable. Like I love. What was the name? name? What was the name? I, it would have been like it would have been like Mark Champion or or Mark Buster or just something ridiculous, just that everybody would know and remember. Like too many people keep their names, and I think it's not, I don't think it's a smart idea. I think if you have like a memorable name that sticks out to people, and what is the business all about? It is being memorable, having a Q rating. All that stuff. So I would do something. I honestly, I, 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 I gotta I gotta argue with you because I think Mark Grody is pretty catchy. It's pretty good. And whenever I hear people say the name Mark Grody, there's a smile. I I in my career have always tried to keep my real name, but I've worked on shows where they've changed my name. I've had the nickname Bass, 
which is the one yeah. I'm probably known more for. When I worked with Man Cow, he didn't call me Bass, so he called me Balls the Phone Girl, which that one has stuck around way too much. <laughs> and then when I was doing traffic for competing radio stations at the same time, it was the one time I had access to change my name, and I called it Vince Wagner, which I still love to this day. But even then, I'm like, I would I would much rather use my real name. But I did come up with two new names if I ever had to change my name again. Go. The one would be Joe King, because it's joking. <laughs> okay. And the other one I just thought of because it made me laugh, Harry Buttich. <laughs> I don't know why, but if somebody introduced, and now here with your weather, here's Harry Buttich. I, I don't like think, first, I don't think I like I'd be able to stop laughing. One. The second one is way too Simpsons. I like the first one better. It's subtle, and some people are going to get it. Some people are not. And when they do get it, they're going to think you're really clever. Exactly. Hi, I'm Joe, Joe King. King. I didn't get it at first, but Joe King. Yeah, absolutely. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. And the reason I actually brought up other people was because, Mark, I've made a new friend. Oh, really? I've made it as an adult. It never really happens. And it, well, well, it happened for you and I. It happened for you and I, but you and I are a little bit more kismet because we're in the same field. Radio people really don't become friends with non-radio people. It's like That's there's true. not a lot in common with everybody. Gotcha. But Jill and I, like I said, we had a play date. And her, uh, you know, one of the kids that her friends is a nine-year-old, Zach, and he's around DJ, the same kind of level of DJ. And her husband... He and I naturally get along. I've never had a non-radio person get along like like the same interests. Like it's almost it's almost romantic, Mark, in a way in which it's like I could be cool with him. I get along with him. I told him I wanted to start taking golf. He bought me golf clubs. He got me golf what? clubs. Well, he actually had an extra set, but he gave me golf clubs. Wow. I was like, this is so nice. No one ever gives me golf clubs. The, I'm the in main, radio. I was looking on main, Craigslist for a driver. The main question is, is, does he know Mark Grody? Not only does he know Mark Grody, but he's the one that said, I love him the best. And I, that's my kind of guy. And that's when I went, you just checked all the boxes. Wow. Okay. That's, this is, I needed to hear that because I was starting to feel threatened, threatened by your friendship. No, no. Him. He's, a, he, he's yeah. a guy that even you would like. It's one of those things where you're like, sometimes you meet people outside of radio and they, he doesn't even do that thing. Like, well, all of a sudden I'd be like, hey, so uh, do you know Mike North? Um, hey, uh, just real question. I just, I always had a question about this. Can you call Howard Stern like right now so we could talk to him? Like I never had that stuff with other <laughs> non-radio people. And this guy, you know, there's times if I wanted to defend something out, he's there. You're also my guy for that. You're my, you're my go-to Mark. I had a shit day. And before I, before I get home and, and figure this out with Jill, I need, I need a guy's ears on it. I'll call you Damn, well, another guy. Your, your, your friend, your friend network is expanding. That makes me happy for you. But it's, um, it really does. Isn't it weird though? As adults, our friendships like go downwards. Like yes. when I was in college, when I was in college, I had more friends than anything I could. I, at every moment, every single moment of the day, I had friends galore. We'd go out to the bars, we'd go hanging out, we'd go to the games. Right now, my best friend is DJ, and I, that's okay <laughs> to be friends with a five-year-old. But after a while, you're like, I really want to talk adult talks and not think about the Muppet Babies for a little while. I think that's a really interesting topic about adult making new friends. Like, let's say past the age of 30 or yes. something like that. Yes. Like, it really is a novel because you can do a point where you're like, okay, I'm good. I I'm fine. Because somebody once said to me, like, very wisely, you really, really, most people have four to five, five may even be a little bit too many, like, really close friends. Like, True. people that are legit 
friends. So when there's like a bonus friend that comes along on the path that you could add to that repertoire, I think it's it's really cool and very organic. Honestly, honestly, like you and I, and I know what you're saying about being in the business, but like you are one of those rare people with whom I became great friends after I was 30 years old. I mean, I, I was what? I was like 35. Yeah. And you were still in your 20s, but I, know. I was 35. And, you know, we met, you know, and it's like we, it wasn't just, because I have ta- I've had tons of acquaintances come and go through right. the years, not like people who I'm close to and whose people, you know, that I, I want to spend time with. And, and I agree with you because it's even more unique in our field because after a while and the older I've gotten, I don't have as much in common with my friends as I used to if they're not in somehow in this media business. And it's very strange that way to me because it's like, I'd much rather be around people that get what I'm going through right now. So therefore like other friends I have who, you know, bust my, my chops and go, Hey, what's up balls. I'm like, I immediately don't want to talk to you for the next hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? I immediately, I immediately want to just go somewhere else and go and, and, and hide for a while. If, if you, if you, if you approach me and call me balls, I'm, I'm not in a good mood. Did that moniker ever work for you in terms of the ladies back in the day in your man cow days? The balls. No, the not, nothing ever during that radio show ever worked with me with the ladies because I was always a guy getting crushed. Uh, so I, I, there was no, there was no. I, I just told someone the other day, one of the weird things when I was on that show being called balls, I was an intern, and I remember just being that intern. You're just open to everything. You're being called balls, the phone girl. So every caller that calls up is is right there has has an in on you has a first jab at you and then the one time we had the bloodhound gang the famous band the bloodhound gang they came in they were drunk and they when i brought them in they're supposed to go to the green room they instead wanted to go right into man cow into the studio when i told them they shouldn't ha- they shouldn't do it because he was in the middle of talking they busted right in and man cow yelled at me to get them out and these guys wanted to fight me mark so I had to sit there and convince the drunk Bloodhound Gang, the guys who sing, you know, the Discovery Channel song. Oh I, had to, I had to convince them, and I said, "Hey guys, I not only do I not want to fight you, but I'm just an intern. I'm not even getting school credit for this. Let alone do I want to take a punch from any of you guys." How do you get yourself into these? It, all I did was open a door. Next thing you know, I'm like face to face, and I'm like, "Dude, dude I, I, I don't. Even, I don't even have enough money to take the train home. You want to fight me?" how do you get into these like you are you know what you're like you're like three's company you're like because every episode of three's company ever was a situation that should not have happened like it was always misunderstanding and it shouldn't have happened if you're if you're an objective observer that's your life in terms of radio stories like the whole score thing with breaking up a and you know kind of a lot of fights a lot a lot a lot of physical encounters that were not brought on by me i'll 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 give you that exactly exactly my boy levy you are so misunderstood so many times and it pisses me off well mark all i can say is this what if i told you all i wanted to do in this life was just smile be a nice guy and just be a puppy dog in rooms (laughs) instead all all people want to do is fight me troll me compete against me take my real name and become three times more famous than me that's not fair (laughs) that ain't fair it's not fair at all man so the real dad levy i will say this to you congratulations you've done well with my name and you've not returned any tweets or any kind of messages and that makes me feel like maybe you're not a real dan levy because other dan levies 
we would have that bond. Yeah. I guess we don't. Well, Mark Grody, I know you got to rock and roll. Thanks for making a couple of minutes for me. It's been a while since I've levy casted. And I, where would I be without Mark Grody? I'm, I'm uh, you know what, much. Dan? I'll be honest with you. I ended up enjoying this. I had a feeling you weren't going to hate me on it. I'm kind of impressed I was able to stretch you that long, and that makes yeah, me feel even did. better. That's, that's 22 minutes. So I will say this. For all those that have been missing out on LeviCast, thanks for sticking around with me. We've been having some fun ones. I've actually started a new podcast, too, with Brett Boone called The Boone Podcast. So I'll, I'll be uh, doing a lot of that these days, too. But every now and then, I'm going to come back to The Levy Cast. And if you want to hear more episodes, you can do so by going to anchor.fm or Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to go ahead and share, subscribe, tell everybody about it, write me a review for crying out loud. I love hearing from everybody. If you want to tweet at me, it's at base on air, B-A-S-S on air. And if you want to listen to Mark Grody in 20 minutes, he would be at Mark Grody Sports on Twitter. And you can just find Grody everywhere. He's fantastic. He's on the air all the time. And and it's nice to know that I can actually stop somebody's show prep just to do a podcast. That's a friend. That's a real friend. If my show, if my show sucks today, it's on you. Well, then friend. in that case, I will call you and I'll troll you and you can have all your callers crush me. I'm fine with that. Ah, there you go. Yeah, if you just call the show and, you know, waste 20 minutes for me, I'll be good. If only you knew my strongest gift was a troll. Oh, All right. no, I know. <laughs> All right, well, for everybody out there, one more time, here you go. Levy Media. Welcome back. Our guest tonight is an Emmy-nominated writer, producer, actor, and the genius. Please welcome Dan Levy. Thank you guys very much. We'll see you soon. This has been the Levy Cast. Brought to you by my friend Mark Grody. Talk to you guys later.